Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down three and a half cents at 3.98. November soybeans are down three and three quarters at 10.53 and a half. December Chicago wheat down eight cents at six dollars and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat down five and three quarters at 5.37 and a half. December spring wheat down three cents at 5.49. We had a fairly sharp correction in the row crop markets, uh, more weakness in the wheat market yesterday. Of course, when we have these, these big sell-offs like this, everybody wants to know the reason why. I'm not sure if there is is one uh, particular reason why uh, the row crop markets in particular sold off. I, I can look at the wheat and say that, you know, we caught some rains across some of these drier areas of the southern plains, and that's very well responsible for the, uh, the sell-off in the wheat market. When it comes to the row crop markets, I mean, you've got a few different issues here potentially. You know, yesterday we had what I would call a broad-based sell-off across a lot of asset classes. Uh, The stock market got hammered, uh, energy markets down, a lot of other commodity markets down. Uh, Maybe another thing is that we haven't seen a flash sale of corn or soybeans to China since the 15th of the month. So we're going on two weeks. Um, Could China, the Chinese buying be slowing? Um, That's possible. It's also possible that this is just a lull in activity here. Uh, It's also possible that this is, these are just markets, especially in the case of corn and soybeans that were due for a correction. Um, When you get into these extended uh, bull markets, these these steeply uptrending bull markets, sometimes corrections are healthy. And uh, uh, we've still got an uptrend uh, very much in place in the corn market. The soybean market um, is looking a little bit more vulnerable here this morning when you look at the charts, but uh, a fairly sharp correction. Ethanol production improved last week, uh, weekly output 941,000 barrels per day. That was up 3.1% on the week, still 6.3% below the same week last year. The four-week average um, is about 5.6% versus the same week last year. Gasoline demand uh, still struggling. It was up 3.1% on the week, but down almost 13% versus the same week last year. Uh, The four-week average in regard to gasoline demand is down about 10.2% versus the same period last year. Ethanol stock's still low. Um, They've been back to pre-virus levels for several months. So, Driving habits among Americans have not returned to normal uh, due to the virus, and now we have renewed lockdowns, renewed restrictions um, that that could continue to limit uh, gasoline usage, uh, ethanol production, and and ultimately corn demand via ethanol, which is really what we're interested in here. So we still got some work to do in regard to ethanol. Uh, USDA had its data users meeting yesterday. And uh, a lot of people have a lot of problems with USD right now, to uh, put it simply. Um, but one of the issues that came up, of course, is this uh, Chinese import forecast for corn, which USDA uh, has not changed from 7 million metric tons. And that 7 million metric tons, of course, represents uh, China's uh, low tariff quota number for corn. Uh, there's one quote in the news wires here from the uh, chairman of the World Ag Outlook Board. He said, keep in mind that export sales do get canceled at times. Um, I think what USDA is really waiting for is, is for China to increase this uh, quota number. But uh, we know that China's already uh, imported, I think, I think about 7 million metric tons. They've got 10.5 million metric tons of U.S. Uh, corn on the books. They've got another 5 million metric tons of corn from other destinations on the books. There was a, a quote from uh, somebody at Kofco this morning suggesting that uh, they'd import the country uh, as much as, I think, 17 million. So 
I guess USDA is just waiting for China to raise this quota. If you want some information on this China situation, I, I did a podcast episode and a video with Ken Morrison about China yesterday. It, it was extremely informative, in my opinion. Um, go pull that up. It was called China Situation with Ken Morrison. It's on all the podcast apps and also on YouTube. Trade Chatter suggests that China may purchase U.S. ethanol and DDGs. This is just talk for the moment, but uh, would certainly be a positive factor for a U.S. ethanol industry that really continues to struggle here. I mean, the amount of of corn demand that we have lost due to COVID and due to uh, reduced ethanol production is is really just staggering. It was certainly north of 500 million bushels during the old crop marketing year. Uh, We're losing demand every single week uh, because of COVID, because of of reduced driving habits because of people working from home, all that stuff. So we could use all the demand we can get. U.S. exporters made additional sales uh, yesterday. Uh, we sold some soybeans to Egypt. Um, we sold some soybeans to an unknown destination. The sales totaled uh, 230,000 metric tons. That's about 8.5 million bushels. We also made a sale of 207,000 metric tons. That's about 8.2 million bushels of corn to South Korea, I believe. And again, we have not seen a flash sale of either commodity to China since, I believe, October 15th. We have our weekly export sales report this morning at 7.30 Central Time. Again, strong corn and soybean sales are expected. Uh, corn sales expected to come in 700,000 up to one and a half million soybean sales expected one million to two million wheat sales expected two hundred thousand to seven hundred thousand uh, tomorrow is first notice day for november soybean futures so if you have remaining uh soybean futures especially long november soybean futures make sure you uh, take a look at those in order to avoid delivery risk uh, the corn market has set back uh, December corn futures. The nearby contract topped uh, right about 422 just a couple days ago. We have taken 24 cents off uh, from those highs. Um, you look at the chart, and we still got a little bit of room to the downside uh, before we start to to see some trend support. Uh, we've got our trend line that comes up off of the August low and through the September low at about 388 today. So uh, that may be your your downside target here short term. We could go down to 388 today and and test it and still be in in bull market territory, um, according to my charts anyways. Um, The market's added just a little bit of carry here uh, during this correction, and that's something that could continue if the sell-off continues. We've got four and three-quarter cents of carry from the December 20 contract out to the July 21 contract. You need a lot more than that to make it worth your while to store corn, even in on-farm storage, but uh, the market could add some more carry if the sell-off continues. Uh, soybean market looks a little bit more vulnerable. Um, if you pull up the Nove chart, and, and I know I should be charting January, but I, I typically chart the, the spot month until first notice day. Um, we, we're trading below some trend support here today. Um, so it, it does look a little bit more vulnerable. The situation in Brazil appears to be improving. Again, barring a significant crop issue, there's going to be a record crop harvested in Brazil in February and March. Um, it's also very, very likely that that the vast majority of Chinese business is being done in Brazil rather than the U.S. come the first quarter of next year. Wheat futures, all about these recent rains in the Southern Plains. And, and you've got an active looking radar this morning. I didn't talk about the weather, but uh, you've got rains over the northern part of Oklahoma, southern part of Kansas. 
Kansas, through Missouri, through Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. Uh, a lot of green on the uh, radar map here today. Um, it should be noted, though, that after this system exits uh, to the east across the southern plains, there really is not a whole lot in the forecast for western areas in particular, some eastern areas of Kansas, uh, maybe eastern half of Oklahoma. We'll see some rain during the next few weeks, but uh, western area is going to turn dry again, and, and that's uh, not a positive. Cattle market had a good day yesterday and was able to shrug off this kind of broad-based uh, commodity sell-off. We were up a dollar in the in this uh, nearby October fat cattle contract. Most of your uh, back month contracts at, at least were, were higher. Feeder cattle were up also, so not a terrible day. Hog market got beat up a little bit yesterday. Head of the cash open, the, the stock market attempting a, a, a very uh, – Minimal rebound. The Dow Jones is up 40 points. The S&P is up 11. Uh, bonds are up. U.S. dollars up. Crude oil is down $1.46.3593 in the December WTI. Precious metals lower. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's $49 a month. You can cancel it at any time. There is no other fee. There is no other obligation. You do not need a, a trading account. This is a very simple apo- approach to grain marketing. I just let you know what I'm doing every single day via email and text message. Certainly check that out. Everyone have a great day. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.